0: Welcome to the Trotwell Podcast. Me and Gene today, we're gonna to talk about summer jobs, and the importance of a paycheck. In the beginning of this podcast, <clears throat> I give a few examples on some jobs that I had in the past, and I just really wanted to encourage you guys to take advantage of certain opportunities that come your way. I had a few opportunities to have some jobs in coaching, and those jobs weren't paid necessarily, but the fact that I took that initiative and had that wherewithal knowing that I was gonna get a return on my investment as far as putting my time and dedication in to coaching. Never discount the value and experience that you can gain from an opportunity, a summer job, whether it's a year-round job or a seasonal job. You know, at the end of the day, everything happens for a reason, and those are fundamental building blocks for the future. Welcome to the Trial World Podcast, where we're gonna have a spotlight on summer jobs.
1: The, uh, this episode, we're gonna age range this episode and ask that anyone listening, think of someone in their life who's between the age of 15 and 22 years old and who might benefit from this message. And the reason why is that f- the path to financial independence often starts earlier than we communicate. Jay, when I talk, at, I'm trying to do my head how many high school classrooms I've spoken in, and it's uh, hundreds, uh, and I ask three questions. Every time I ask the same three questions. Uh, The first question is, what is the S&P 500? How many hands do you think go up? Maybe one, maybe. One is a great answer, one or none. No one knows. Uh, The second question I ask is, does anyone have a Roth IRA? How many hands do you think go up?
0: Zero, maybe one. Maybe one again, but
1: often zero. Very very (laughs) slim, slim to none. People don't know. I ask a third question. I say, does anyone have a job? How many hands do you think go up? Probably half. I think maybe half. Half to all. In some classrooms, every hand goes up. Every student has a job. And that's why for this episode, we're zeroing in on that third question, jobs and what we can do with them. But to to frame the context of this, across those hundreds of high schools I've spoken at, some of the audiences are mostly white. Some of the audiences are mostly black and some are mostly brown. I can tell you that the questions are the same in every zip code. The excitement in the student's eyes are the same in every zip code.
0: What are those those questions? Give me a taste of those questions.
1: The first, the, the most common is, how do I do it? After we talk about, after we teach how to invest, which is one of our most popular conversations, it's, well, how do I do it? When we show people how it works, they want to do it. To this topic we're talking about, summer jobs, you need money to invest, so it's a timely topic. Uh, but I want to I give a message to that audience because there's certainly a pulse and a mindset where maybe some of these students think, I can't do it, or we didn't reach them. And I want to talk to that student right now. If you have people in your life who are saying that you can't do it, find people who say you can and uh, surround yourself with those, those types of people because it's a big deal, particularly with that first summer job, that first hire. Find someone who believes it.
0: All right. You need at least one person, one person.
1: Jay, what was your first summer job? First
0: summer job, man, you're taking me back, Gene.
1: <laughs> uh, Jay, you're not that old. We don't have to go back right. that far. <laughs>
0: um, my first summer job, I worked for this place called Youth Places. It was like in the inner city. And uh, so I was a part of the inner city. Like, I lived around Pittsburgh. And um, what we did was just, like, clean up the community. So, like, any trash, um, in the city that was just laying around. We fixed up yards and gardens. So that's basically what we did for the summer. Like did, did and it you, lasted
1: like two months. So summer, and that's about the yeah. time, two to three months for uh, summer in high school. What lessons did you learn in that summer job that maybe helped shape who you are or good or bad that you remember?
0: I was always big into like trying to give back to my community because there was a lot of people in my community who like helped me out so that was a big deal to me personally. What I learned through the process was that you can't take for granted a paycheck. You mm-hmm. know, <clears throat> a paycheck's powerful. You can do a lot of things when you're getting out money. And at the same time, I learned that, you know, you just always have to give back at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And that's simply it.
1: The value of a paycheck. My first job, I started caddying at a golf club. At the age of
0: 12,
1: mm. and when I say I started caddying, that didn't mean I caddied every day. Sometimes you would show up, and they wouldn't call your name, which meant I would sit there for hours and Hold not make you,
0: a nickel. What do you mean, call your name? So I don't know how a caddy works. So, I'm not a. You know I'm not a golfer.
1: You <laughs> know, Jane and, and I a have golfer. played golf. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty bad. <laughs> um, so the way caddying worked when I did it, and this was this was a season in life ago. You had to show up at the golf course at five in the morning and you would put your names in a bucket and they would then pull your name out of a bucket to determine who got to go first oh, man. if a golfer needed a caddy to carry their bags so if you showed up at 5m and then what you got picked 20th or 20th you might not get out but you would wait my parents dropped me off and they weren't coming back this was before cell phones you waited until you got called but you waited because of what you just said the value of a paycheck you waited hoping you would get that chance to earn money.
0: Mm.
1: And it was exciting when you did. As we're talking, a thought just popped in my head, one of my favorite memories of caddying was there was this snack called the honey bun. And I would always get one after I finished caddying. Because after a hard day's work, it's okay to say, hey, thank you every now and then. Honey
0: honey bun with the white cream on it, or was just the glaze? Just the
1: (laughs) glaze. Hey, the glazes are fire, Um, they're good. But you learn the value showing up, like you said. It's one of the most important skills you can learn in that first summer job. What was your second job? What did you do after YouthWorks?
0: Um, my second job was Rite Aid. So it was just like a convenience store. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure most people know what Rite Aid is. And, uh, yeah, that was an experience because that was the first time, like, working with a register, working with customers. And I learned a bunch of skills with that.
1: Um, what did you learn interacting with people?
0: People bring their emotions into the store. They can be mad at something, and it might not be you, but it could be something like from outside of the store. But you still have to, you know, be able to conduct yourself in like a professional manner, you know? So it was like more so like biting your tongue. And you would just have to have some emotional intelligence to know. Like, some people just have like a long day. They come in a store, might be stressed out, and you just have to try your best to make them feel like they're the only person in the store at that point, you know, mm-hmm. and that just makes them feel even though it's something small, like just being a cashier, it's a big deal. Like some people say like, man, you asked how I was doing. You helped me point out my product that I needed. Like that goes a long
1: way. You know, I never underestimate the value of a good deed. Right. In any arena. Your next job, bank teller,
0: bank teller. Yeah. Uh,
1: first, so call, you, you first call works, bank. right aid the bank
0: yeah just inching up oh uh, hold on no it wasn't the bank it was uh <clears throat> it was la fitness i worked at a gym okay yeah, yeah la fitness were worked... you a
1: trainer at the gym
0: no i was not a trainer although i can train i, I coach football but no i wasn't a, i wasn't a trainer at the gym i worked like the front desk i checked people in i'd uh collect payments on accounts you know clean up the gym
1: say hi <laughs> this is a great example we just in two minutes time walked through four experiences cash isn't the only currency you got paid in all four of those jobs yeah but you also learned critical life skills critical skills the communication the every customer matters um, when i was caddying i learned some of those same skills because so golfers aren't always happy after they hit a shot mm. sometimes they hit a shot that doesn't go where they they plan and they sometimes blame the caddy for that shot or just they blame the caddy? <laughs> or they channel that emotion. Oh, uh, so I had a very narrow window on that, that job because um, and the reason we're filming here at, at, at a pool is I then spent years lifeguarding, coaching, swimming, and, and managing a pool. And I think that's an interesting segue from the summer job concept because it wasn't work. I had so much fun, Jay, it wasn't work. Mm. But I was getting paid. And I think that's a neat thing. If a high school student right now or a college student can find that blend of gaining critical life experiences, because you've got to show up. You've got to be on time, no matter whether it's Rite Aid, the golf course, YouthWorks, or lifeguarding at a pool, there are people who are depending on you being there.
0: I think it's the outlook on the job too. It's how you perceive it. Um, You have to look at it as like an opportunity. Some people might look at it and say, ah, it's not my ideal position and what I would want to do but sometimes you have to just find a value in that position that you're taking on. So that's how I was able to just go through different positions and be okay with it because along the way, even though I wasn't like, like I was saying before, not in the job I ideally wanted, I was still building those soft skills along the way. And you can't discount that value and no one can take that experience away from you.
1: Yep, at any point. We started the podcast by saying that uh, that first job, the path to financial independence starts earlier than we often communicate. Everyone listening right now, and I'm, I'm guessing the hourly rate, 8 to $10 an hour for a high school summer job, I would go, I think I'm in the ballpark there?
0: Eight to t- I have no clue. I'm going to be Let's real. say $10. we will do $10 <laughs> for
1: easy math. For everyone working this summer, making $10 an hour, who wants to achieve financial independence, I think society, just an opinion, I think society doesn't often communicate the value of saving a little at that young age. And the reason I'm sitting here with my my phone on my lap, we've created a very cool tool called the Troutwood Time Portal, where we demonstrate the value of saving a dollar a day over what we term a career cycle. So a career cycle for most people starts when they graduate college and start saving at the age of 22, or maybe go right into the trades after high school. What if every high school student listening right now started earlier and started saving a dollar a day? And if anyone right now, when, when when we just said that, for any of the minds that triggered and said, I can't do that, $10 an hour, eight hour work day, that means Jay and I are asking anyone listening to save the money they make in the first six minutes of work and then they can spend or do whatever they want with the, the first next, six minutes, just the six first six hours? minutes, right? right oh no, right, yeah, $10 minutes. an hour. Okay. So we're asking to save a dollar a day just to get started. We're, we're creatures of habit, right? And if we can start this habit with a high school or college summer job, maybe something really good can happen. Dollar a day is our challenge. How would you recommend, what challenge question for Jay here, because I know Jay and I both have one of these, hint, hint. What would you recommend some of a summer job do with that money.
0: I recommend to invest it. Obviously, that's the ideal answer. <laughs> um,
1: but what did ba- you? And what do we both have? What do we, we both have jobs? We both have jobs. We both have jobs. And we have a. We both started saving retirement with the money we we're making in our summer jobs. Jay and I have that in common. We both started our Roth IRA.
0: Okay. Yeah. Roth before IRA. Before
1: we graduated. I know that you started yours because we knew each other when you started yours.
0: Most people, most people wouldn't, they would have to have the understanding of how to start that uh, retirement account or investment account, you know? Good point.
1: So we just said- That's what's
0: intimidating. Because remember, remember I talked to you and I was trying to start up my investment account or my retirement account. And- uh, it was
1: really intimidating.
0: It was intimidating because it's, it's like, okay, I'm about to put money in this thing and I don't even know where it's going. So once you have like that level of understanding that confidence comes, and then once you, like I said, have that level of understanding, you're more reluctant and you feel safer. You feel a little bit more secure investing your money. Mm-hmm.
1: That's a good point. I would steer, I think our Troutwood time portals are a really great tool that helps overcome that. and helps to show what the impact of a dollar a day, but it is intimidating. Um, I started my Roth IRA at the age of 16 years old with my summer lifeguarding job. And I wish (laughs) I remembered, it was one of the members from the pool who said, you are working so many hours, you should save a little bit. And I'm embarrassed to say, I don't remember the member's name, but that individual helped shape my life. By taking time to say, Gene, I see you're showing up day after day. Have you thought of saving a little bit of that? I had no idea, Jay. Like you just said, I had no idea what a Roth IRA was. I had no idea.
0: How much older was that individual, you think, if you can remember? He was,
1: I, he was a parent at the pool who okay. had just invested time in talking with me. To your point of, of where role models can come from earlier too, um, he helped shape my life by doing that. Uh, so for anyone that's anyone who's listening, That's in that role too. We started by challenging listeners to share this episode with anyone in high school or college. But any parents or professionals listening, who in your life can you maybe just give a a little elbow nudge to and say, have you started a Roth IRA? Save that money from the first six minutes of work or maybe even go 12 minutes and do $2 a day. Um, If we lost you on that analogy, think of of a circle where we're making $10 an hour working for eight hours a day. So it's $80 you make that day and we're asking you to save just the first dollar. One small slice of the circle and the other 79 slices, do what you want with. Um, like I would buy the honey bun. <laughs> that's a bad example, the honey bun. It was good and I looked forward to it.
0: Um, <laughs> you gotta splurge sometimes, you know.
1: So I wanna, I think that's a great message is don't underestimate the, the value of saving little. That is our key message. Any job is better than no job would be a second very powerful takeaway, particularly right now where we're here on uh, almost July, uh, 2020, still in the middle of COVID. So jobs are very difficult to have. Any job is better than no job.
0: Any job, you can't discount a job at all. A paycheck, any source of income.
1: There's a great scene. I'd love to ask Maggie and Jeff if they can maybe insert this video into the podcast the movie, uh, The Legend of Bagger Vance, Will Smith is in the movie, he, he's a caddy, coincidentally. I'm a movie guy,
0: I've never seen this movie.
1: I recommend the movie, it takes place during the Great Depression. Oh, okay. um, and Will Smith is a caddy in a golf event of some kind, and a young boy is a huge fan of one of the golfers. And because it's in the Great Depression, people are losing their jobs. And this boy's father took a job cleaning the streets all of his friends are making fun of him because his dad is cleaning the streets. and Everyone can see that his dad is working this job that they were saying very negative things about. Yeah. And it's a beautiful, Will Smith says it so eloquently in the movie, he takes this, this boy and says, your father had the pride to take that job. He mm. says much more powerfully. Any job is better than no job. Use it to take that step. Use it to be that first step in financial independence. Um, we start by talking about how many High schools where we've gained this experience in uh, the three questions. Do you know what the S&P 500 is? Do you have a Roth IRA? And do you have a job? A lot of students have jobs. Let's talk about what you can do with it. We we believe in you. There's a a subtle observation also. You would ask what questions students have? Yeah, Uh, what
0: what are some questions they have? When you start bringing up, do you have a Roth IRA account? Or do you know what investing is? Or what the S&P
1: 500 is? They say, what is is the Roth IRA? And you say retirement vehicle, and they they check out. Then you show the numbers, and they they get into it. But the questions that are most exciting are, how do I do it? What should I Google to learn more? Mm -hmm. And does this actually work? (laughs) If you have those questions, sure, trust Jay and I. But also, do your homework. Use our time portal to look at every career in history to see what would have been. If you have questions, Google, what is a Roth IRA? Get that level of comfort, that level of understanding, because we can talk about it. We've done it, so we can say, look, it works from our seats here. Right. Yeah. Uh, what message would you leave with, Jay, as we wrap up today? What message would you leave to any student who's maybe still thinking, I just don't know, I don't know.
0: You don't get no reward if you don't take some sort of risk. Um, You gotta basically, you gotta put yourself out there. There's information, there's resources out there that you can look on. Google being like one of the main sources. You know, Troutwood, our website, you can look on there and gain information on and just the fundamentals of investing and be able to further your understanding so you feel more confident in taking the next step. But I would say, you know, take advantage of any opportunity you have and look at everything as an opportunity because you never know if you'll get another opportunity again, honestly.
1: Well said. And never underestimate where a job might come from. We've gotten uh, references and resumes at travel from high school teachers saying, this student's incredible. We uh, n- never underestimate who might be watching your professionalism, your mannerisms, uh, just the way you carry yourself. Um, hope you enjoyed this episode and good luck to everyone.